Welcome to the Paper Ninja Podcast. In today's episode, after succeeding in saving Talanasha from the Soul Stealer, the party takes some brief time to rest and recoup before traveling to the city of Sigil in search for the Mistrunner and a member of the Six Sacrifices. Will the party make it in time to warn of the coming danger? Find out in this episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. Uh, I realized that my mic is not actually pointed at me. There we go. Sorry if that messes up your audio, your audio levels, Drew. But we are super excited uh, to be streaming tonight. It's going to be a great one. Before we get started with that, though, we do have a few quick announcements that we got to get through. We're going to start with Drew. I think this is the first time oh boy. in history that we're starting oh, with Drew okay. with our announcements. So... Go for it, Drew. Okay. Also, I apologize to everyone who can hear the, just the mower going on directly outside the window. Can't hear, can't hear it. it. Uh, great. Not at all. As long as if you guys can't hear it, then maybe stream can't. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome to the Paper Dungeon. We're here on Twitch. We're also on other places like uh, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Instagram, uh, Twitter, kinda but not really Facebook. Uh, so check us out in those places if you want to see like cool little fun short things or like fun little little posts about stuff. Aaron is slowly but surely working on plans to revamp some of those things. Uh, I'm trying a little hard out, but, but you know, but hey, it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to balance work life balance it, is uh, is you know difficult sometimes uh, when you need to make rent. Uh, yeah, also check us out on Patreon or, or Ko-Fi if you want to support us uh, financially on Patreon. There are cool, fun, uh, like one shots that we release uh, most. Once uh, about once every month. There's also a cool little mini series on there focusing on uh, Cather and one of our previous cast, cast members, uh, Hannah, playing Melora. Uh, so check that out. I don't know what else uh, I'm supposed to say. So, crushed it. Thank you very, very much, Drew. Uh, we'll hop over to Grant next. Hi, podcast listeners. I'm glad you're listening to us. Thanks a lot for that. If you'd like to, hop over to Twitch sometime. We're live every Monday evening, and then we're live on Thursdays, of course, with Aaron's show, Table Scraps, which is a great time. Uh, actually, we've had periods of time where Table Scraps performs even better than our main campaign because people just love Aaron and the show he's got going on there. Wildly entertaining. If you have <laughs> Amazon Prime, you get a free subscription on Twitch, which is which supports us financially, but also you get some cool perks like in the Discord and stuff. Speaking of, join it. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for watching. It means the world to us. Um, and you know what I've realized? We should get some like, we should get some like little ad break music before before <laughs> behind these idea. sections. I think that'd be great. I could, you know, yeah, I could so, play. Yeah. I could play the little jazz piece that we have. You know, Just to, that would be good. That'd yeah, be good. Okay. You know, the one that we um, the one that we use for filing cabinet. We'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. Yeah, but uh, yeah, keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes out over the next year or so. I think we're going to be making some cool changes. So I'm excited. Yeah, I I can't remember if I have anything else to say. So that's all for now, folks. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Grant. And last but certainly not least, uh, Senor Aaron Kleberad. Hey, everybody. It's me, Aaron. I'm wildly entertaining. It's me. I just want want to let everyone know. 
uh, we have a website www.thepaperdungeon.com on the onset website we have a merch store you can buy cool merch that has our logo and stuff on it maybe some quotes that are no longer applicable but they're pretty cool um <laughs> that is for life it's true i gotta pull this up <laughs> What, what quote is, is um, this? We'll just have to wait and see. Um, we also have a Discord. Grant mentioned a little bit about it. Um, but uh, it's a fun place where like-minded Dungeoneers can can join up and, and, and talk to each other. We've had a couple of people like asking about uh, like getting some players and some campaigns and some one-shots. Um, so if you want a... Uh, some access to them, some of that stuff, uh, head on over there. If you are a subscriber, it's extra important because we have a subscriber-only chat that we will occasionally post some fancy extra stuff for subscribers, uh, and it's only findable on the Discord. So check that out, if, especially if you're a subscriber. And other than that, I think it's back to you. Oh, this is oh, our oh. shop. This is our Grant shop. Is showing oh, Grant, Grant's yes. doing an impromptu bit with an out-of-date very, website. It looks very nice. It looks very nice. You can get things on here. It's really cool. I don't actually see the thing, so I, wonder I don't if see the, the quote. quote sure, so. got taken down. Maybe, we'll but I something. mean, there you guys. You got a glimpse the one for it. time that we edited the shop and we got rid of my bit. If you find, <laughs> if you find the quote, comment below what it is, because I we don't remember. I don't I know remember. what it is, but. Anyway. I have to stay. <laughs> All right. I don't think we have any other announcements. Uh, so, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with tonight's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Drew, roll the clip. Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story a tale of glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. All right, and so our party has been uh, having quite the time of their lives recently. Stop it. <laughs> We're just, just excited hit- for the episode. We're just going to start hitting the gritty badly on that purpose. Look. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're just excited to play some D&D today, DM. Yeah, guys. As I, Happy Paper Dungeon Day, guys. Um, I can't stand this. The party has been going quite through some uh, some interesting changes throughout the last several uh, weeks and days within the campaign. Uh, recently, they have discovered that uh, the woman that they have been helping and that has been aiding them, Wisteria Vale, uh, 
is not who they thought she was. She's actually a leader in the anathema uh, and a close advisor to the one who led or really the anathema worked for is really a better way of saying that. Uh, a man by the name of Clovar, uh, a Vesht by the name of Clovar. And all this time, she has been manipulating the party into helping her resurrect Clovar with the aim of creating a new world order, removing the gods from the structure of the cosmos and uh, setting himself up as the ultimate uh, decisive leader of the multiverse, basically. Um, truly believing that he is the only one who can handle that much responsibility and accurately and and prolifically uh, do what's necessary with that. Obviously a little bit crazy, a bit egotistical. And so when you actually got to meet him, you really didn't vibe all that much. Um, he had some good ideas. It's just the way he goes about him. Just execution, you know, you know uh, ends justify the means very much so in his mind. Um, and so knowing this new villain, knowing this new threat, you have uh, sort of kind of allied yourself with him, at least to buy yourself some time. We dabble. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, that's kind of a big word to use. But, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Not, not really allied, but you have positioned yourselves where you're not a threat, quote unquote. We're, we're adjacent. Allies. Yeah, exactly. You're parallel to him. Um, uh, specifically in the uh, kind of the front of gathering parts of the Rod of Seven Parts, uh, a rod that you already had or knew of at least three pieces. Um, and so there weren't much, and they already have a couple pieces, and so there's only a few pieces left to discover. Knowing that you can't actually give this to him as these parts of the Rod uh, release the six truths or control the six truths once they are released, uh, the six truths being the incarnation of everything that was wrong with the world before the trial, you decide to hide those pieces of the Rod in various locations. And then you decide that the next part of your mission should be uh, warning the six sacrifices that are all related to the six truths, which is a whole complicated mess. There's lots of lots of details and how all of this works. But those six sacrifices uh, was your next step. But there was also a little bit of a side mission, a little personal quest. You got three birds, one stone. It was great. Uh, basically, you guys decide that you're going to return to the in-between, a, uh, a plane that doesn't really actually exist. It's kind of where things fall accidentally when they somehow fall out of the cosmic wheel, however that's possible. This is a plane where Miriam uh, Azima resides and rules over, uh, and she happens to be one of those six truths. It's also where Valashataran, known as the Soul Stealer, uh, who is currently or was in possession of the soul of Talanashta, also resides. You guys decide that now knowing where he is, you wanted to go get Talanashta's soul, and you got to uh, warn Miriam Azima, which is part of the plan, and you got to take care of Valashataran, which was a great uh, benefit to the gods of death. So three birds, one stone was going to be great. You guys made your way to the in-between. You talked with Miriam Azima. Uh, and you were able to warn her and learn a little bit more about uh, how all this works, the six truths. Um, she then conveyed that she was going to make her way to uh, the Order of the Chosen uh, to get them involved and get them helping. And you guys left to go face Valashatran. You were led across the in-between to his residence, the Soul Citadel. 
uh, you made your way in, you actually went inside, walked around on the fuzzy carpets, plucked some mushrooms, <laughs> which is great, uh, before making your so way. irritated when he comes back. He is going to be so irritated. I'm plucking my white mushrooms. <laughs> now how am I going to see? You then made your way into the solarium, uh, the actual uh, encasement for all these souls that the soul stealer has uh, collected. The equivalent of wiki feet. Pretty yeah. much. Perfect cataloging. Sure. Pretty weird. Uh, Rating system, the whole shebang. While, uh, while Abanthi was inside the solarium, uh, the rest of the party defended his body from guards. Uh, Abanthi was able to get Talnashta's soul, and through some clever manipulation of the weave and rules, uh, he was able to actually bring back Talnashta without having to perform the ritual that you guys thought that you would actually have to perform to bring her back. It was it was awesome little workaround you got there. Um, it was excellent foresight by Abanthi and very good persuasion of the DM by Aaron. Well, I mean, I he gift. also used all of the mana that he built up. And from the G -G. crystal that he was just given. So he's got a little bit of work to do to gain some of that ability back. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of nice. Yes, yes, Grant. DM, as Abanthi's little student, would I be able to have some mana? No. <laughs> okay, it was worth a shot. It's <laughs> a good question, though. But you were successful in retrieving Talnashta's soul and returning her from her untimely death. You then returned to the material plane to uh, Gambit's Keep, and you now have uh, been able to rest a little bit. You all leveled up. And we're going to start uh, the oh, next yeah, morning. Yeah, for the Cather record, for, for the record Cather had gone to visit his family, has since returned. Oh yeah, you guys went and visited your family. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, visited family, had a good, great heart to heart, where he revealed finally his backstory of being a drow to his family and hoping to be accepted not only as Cather but also as Savid, the drow. When then they pulled the rug out, out from underneath him and just said, "Ha! We already knew, sucker." Basically, basically, you've been had. You've been had. You've been had. The and, ultimate long con. And then really bamboozled. Uh, and then after having a, a conversation with a, with a dead person in a grave, they left, more or less. That's true. They That's go true. back to, go back to Gambit's Keep, meet back up with Abanthi and, and Talnasha. Absolutely. Don't have to roleplay any of that, because that already happened. We already did all that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we're going to start the next morning. You guys have all had a night's rest. Abanthi, you've had the first like good night of sleep in a very yeah. long time. It's been, it's been great. You feel like actually kind of re rested for... The first time in a long time. Um, Talanashta is still asleep. Uh, she'll sleep a lot as she's getting used to her new body and getting used to being alive again. Lots of sleep, lots of recovery. Um, yeah, she's an elf. It's fine. Yeah, she'll sleep a whole five hours. <laughs> exactly. But we'll say you guys are all already awake uh, and hanging around your your little breakfast nook, yeah. making plans. We have a breakfast nook? Of course we have a breakfast nook. Of course we have a breakfast nook. <laughs> We're course. rich. Why wouldn't we of have a breakfast nook? Of course we have a breakfast nook, Katha. Kiyomura speaks up. Man, I love that you guys have a breakfast nook. This is just so Well, we are rich, Kiyomura. That's true. <laughs> you would be you would be shocked. 
You'd be shocked how many nooks we have for very specific purposes in the keep. Like, probably at least five. Oh man, straight up thighs out there, god dang. <laughs> dang, DJ. DJ. Also, hello, Were you Wander, barefoot? welcome. Hi, uh, Wander, welcome in. I feel like Wander? every time Wander wanders in, there's something happening that on screen. That was the just... thing, and it was the most normal thing you've ever done. Guys, I have to say, before we started, before we started, DJ joins the call, and he is shirtless okay. with his right. bling on. It was awesome. We to were explain. Like, what is happening? <laughs> this, okay, this makes me see. This is putting me in a bad light. Okay, I live in Seattle. And right now it's like 87 degrees out. And because that's not normal for Seattle, none of the apartment buildings have AC. So our apartment is sweltering hot right now. I am sweating. Good you can word. see the sheen on my nose. That's sweat. I'm I'm literally sweating right now. Just sitting here. The DM's nose is right sheening. It's, it's very hot. And I, we don't have a fan. Our fan comes in on Wednesday and it's really hot. Like a foresight so right there. Double cheeked up. On you got a foresight. Extra hot body today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, DM. I'm so if I just randomly pass out in the middle of stream from heat stroke, just it's, keep going. It's fine. It's fine. We've well, got a brunch I, nook. DM for us, it's fine. We've got we'll a manage. dinner nook. We've got a crocheting nook. That we was Tarax edition. A book nook, indeed. Yes. We we don't actually call it the book nook though. We actually call it the book cranny. Yes, it's labeled. Sparkling water? Are you drinking? You're pointing bougie. at bougie. Uh, let me grab some. Yeah, actually, you, just drinking bougie. Let me grab some of my. Distract Grant. <laughs> I was I was continuing the bit after getting distracted, but since you, you insist, here's some mango. I just had mango sparkling water. You want normal water? Sprayed just everywhere. It's sprayed everywhere. God damn. All over. Yeah, We're five water minutes in, guys. Good enough for Wander. Oh my I don't think it got on anything but my mouse and my trackpad, which isn't great. But Why'd you okay. get your sparkling water everywhere, Grant? I don't know. I shook it up. Great. Guys. I shook we it up. Have, we are we are off to a fantastic start. Also. And now that we have a this natural. Is, this is why we stream. The, the whole point of streaming is Look, to have audience interaction. Here you go, Wander. Regular yeah. old water. My new Nalgene. Drink it. Drink it. Listen, as the paper dungeon, we're trying to curate a better live experience for all of you. Are we? And statement. Uh, did you know that they're replacing Sierra Mist with Starry? Yeah, that happened a while ago. I think it's working too. I've it, been it, seeing it people buy it. It's sweetener than Sierra Mist, making it more focused on the lemon lime flavor than the sweetness. Can you it's tell? Crisper, a little cleaner. I'm a fan. There you go. I'm I'm done with that. Over ice there you go. banger. I'm we a sucker have, for a good citrus drink. We have a nook that has a natural creek with natural carbonated water. It is wonderful. I don't know why we don't drink that more. It's quite refreshing. You can have naturally carbonated water? Yes. That's a real thing. Yeah, it it's 1000% real. I know so much about water dog, you, you, you have no clue. I would never have expected that from you, Edward. What can I say? I grew up in the finest, uh, uh, the finest parts yep. of Ocleron. We had things imported from Rivaluna, mind you. Fair enough. So we had this uh, underground stream imported for what's going on. I was right. going to say, well, we should uh, probably come up with a plan. I was. Well, let's see. So if I look at my if I look at my checklist, 
Yes. I'm going to check off. I love the checklist. Uh, uh, let's, so Chekhov's gun? When we, will we use it? Right. So, find Talanash's soul. Check. Bring her back from the dead. Check. Also check. Technically. So, let's see. So, we let's see. We still have uh, find Marcus Steele. However, that's kind of expanded at this point. It's like to find all the sacrifices, you know? Because there's, there's quite a few Marcus of them. Steele is a good and, starting um, point. What's the plan with fight. doing that? Like, are we... Are we just warning everybody? Like we, we well, okay. So here's the thing, right? Here's this weird so, thing, right? Because, because I feel I had this pre divine permission of we can't. I thought originally that perhaps we're gonna find them, help, like, f like get them to like safety, like a li nice little pocket dimension. But apparently they can't exist in pocket dimensions because they're special like that. And so. All I yeah. know to do to really to be to warn them, because I don't want to gather them all in one place, because anywhere That's we put them isn't going to be any safer than where they already are, unless it's like a special pocket dimension that only Abmethy can reach, except they can't go there because of reasons. So, at this point, I say the only thing we really can do is just find them and warn them. <laughs> Sounds Honestly, like a really bad plan, but that's all we got. Well, so here's the thing. I think that... Right now, we're facing down inevitability. Right. Like, we can only do so much to right. really prevent Kovar from finding stuff, capturing. I mean, he's got like he's got spies everywhere. He's already yeah got spies everywhere. He has several, a couple pieces of the rod. He knows probably where some more are. Probably on the hunt for the ones that we've already hidden. Because they most likely saw some of, like, some of the spies have seen some of the people that we have sent right. out and stuff like that. Right. Um, f I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Miriam Azima, probably not in a good spot right now. Um, even just warning her caused her to come to the material plane where now she can be captured and lead Clovar to another piece of the rod. So, probably, that's just, I mean, that's just probably that like that's just happening right so inevitability on the table right what we can do is get rid of enemies right i like that further allies that's a good point so we should warm warn the sacrifices as much as we can potentially even gain some support from them but then I think that we should really focus on who can help us when inevitably things just go real bad. All yes, I agree with I agree with you 100%. Slash, who can we kill or just separate off in a little bubble and, and, and that just are have a against fight pit? us? Yes, that <gasps> we won't have to deal with when things inevitably go bad. And that mm -hmm. weakens Clovar's, uh by taking out his subordinates. That weakens his abilities yes. to right. further his plans. Right, right, right. Well, all right. We could so, finally use so, our dueling. So this do, this does this this loops loops us back around, which is great. On my list of of to fights. All right, just just put it out there. So we have Baphomet still. Tech, all right, uh, we mm -hmm. have fighting Arkfey, which really is for me is Zestari. I just I want to kill Zestari, so that's just Zestari should be on that list. She's the prime supporter from the Fey. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
And she's the one that held Clovar's body for like four millennia. So hey, all good facts. Thank you, Kiyomura. This is why I love you. And she also killed uh, my cousin, also, aka by, your Wisteria lover. Veil is on my list. I feel like that's a little more achievable right now. I don't know. Is it is it easier to fight an Arc Fae or an Arc Mage? I'm just as Catherine just look, looking around. I mean, I would I would wager uh, an Arc Mage. I mean, Abathy, you're an Arc Mage, right? By the way, okay, what's just my my two things. cents would be to not kill Wisteria Veil. Vale. Just right. Oh so yes, that's right. Forcefully in can we? Can, do you? Yeah, we can I, I think I heard. I think I've heard of this spell called the imprisonment spell. Can, do we have access to that? Not yet. Or, I'm not working yet. on it. I've got plans. Going in like if we could send her to recovery, or. Why don't we trap her in like a layer of hell or something? Well, she can probably get out of that, I guess. Yeah, we, no, she I mean, definitely. I we uh, Kimon, do do you? Already, I'm sure that you do. I'm currently uh, engaged to Glossy. Oh, I did not know that. Congratulations, uh, Lord. Yes, Lord of the Sixth Layer of Hell. Still, can the, the Grand Warden of, yes, of uh, yeah. Is, so this is we got Asmodeus's we, we blessing. We definitely have a solitary confinement spell available. So, um, so hell. we could could. So, like, we could we could defeat Wisteria Vale, capture her, send her to 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 be imprisoned in hell with your fiance, and then they can have a nice group and you therapy can set session. They, they could have. Are they you have... sure? Are you sure Glossia would like that? Oh, Glossia would love a new plaything. I mean, prisoner. I mean, she's. I mean, yeah, it's like she's very lonely, right? Because like she's the like the only prisoner in that prison, right, or something like that. Oh no, 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 no! no. She's also so she's both a prisoner of the of the jail, but also it's warden. Uh huh. So there are plenty of of people just imprisoned in the in the prison. I see. Right. She's um, both prisoner and imprisoner. Yes. Right. Okay. That's not a word, but yes, you've got okay. the idea. Right? So so fight with their veil, but don't kill. Just find a way to, to unless subdue. necessity calls for it. Uh, I also have. Uh, actually, no. That's that's the extent of my of, to fight list as of right now. Aside from like the obvious of like f eventually fighting Clovar, maybe. But well, we can also potentially. Oh, try I suppose to... there's also the dragons. I suppose. Like, yes, there are the dragons. Uh, we that can also, also feels somewhat try to free your girlfriend. Yes. Break her out of that's, out of things. Yes. yes, that's probably. I really feel like having that, a yes. god on our side is just. I mean, we already a have good idea. Well, okay, we already have quite a few gods on our side. But thank you. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but what you say more. is very. Yeah, yes, exactly. What you're saying is great, though, Edward. I would also like to just free her on the pretense of she's my girlfriend. I would love I to prioritize psychopath. Right. How did that happen again? What well, you, okay. What? So I'm not. Oh I don't know all the details myself personally, but she was a different How person. How do you not back know? Then. She was a different person back then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, DJ. What? We've all ended up in a bad relationship before. <laughs> Sometimes you make a decision thinking listen, of a type of person. Listen, the past is in the past, man. In some, way, in some way, she was literally a different person because she was a person and not a god. But anyway. Oh, she ascended. Post, like post yes. getting together. Well, well, like she's I good mean, for you. Good for her, honestly. Well, I mean, like all the all the gods ascended post trial. But anyway, um. Oh right, you're really old. Well, I'm not old. What are you, what are you no, talking? No, no, no. Oh, I'm confused. Edward, all right, all right, Edward. Here it is. Before the trial, there were no gods. 
Right. No ducks. Except, well, mm-hmm. except for the, the except big Except for, ones. like, a couple. Yes, I'm familiar with this part. Yes. So then the trial happens. During the trial, Clovar and... Why do I want to call her Adeline? I know that's not a name. Atrasil were not gods. Oh. But they were dating. They were in love. In in a relationship. Yes. Um, Then Clovar gets real messed up. Right. Kind of narcissistic energy from that one. In a cocoon. After... uh, At some point in time... Atrasil's, I almost call her Adeline again. I don't know where that name's coming from. Uh, Atrasil's dad dies doing some protection of the stuff. Oh. That, that's a little bit later. Yeah, this is, this is, I'm, I skipped a, a period. Yeah. It's not like immediately after, but later down Her the dad like dies. The time. So then she becomes God. The, yeah, so basically, yeah. Atris, there's the trial that happens, right. and Atrasil. Basically, after the events of the trial, hid away Clovar right. uh, with um, Zestari, right. uh, barely alive in like a, 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 a little cryopod. Yeah, basically. Then, about seven hundred years later, there was a, an event called the Betrayal, where several of the gods um, that have more of an, an evil alignment kind of did like a pseudo coup type thing and their way that they were going to get around the fact that gods can't fight gods is that they were going to release the six truths which you guys are now having to deal with and the way that they were going to do that is because one of the tombs for the six truths had been discovered and so the gods were going to go ahead and transfer the truth of fear to a different tomb okay at that point, there were several, it was a whole big fight. There's actually a bunch of remnants in the ocean from it. Um, but Atrasil's dad, right. um, who I, his name I can't remember off the top of my head, Hold unfortunately. On. Give me a second. I'll find it. Papa Sil. Uh, Papa Sil? <laughs> uh, uh, right, it's, uh, what is it? Is it Anrus? Arus? Yes. Uh, Ares? Uh, no, not Aries, but I do remember the fact that I the, made that connection. The after scribble, the scribble is, is a little poor, so I can't quite tell if it's an R or like a U. It's A R U S. Yes, A R U S. That's what I have. Aries. But he ended up having to sacrifice himself to re-imprison fear in the new prison for him, and so Atrasil then became the prime deity of the War Domain to replace her father. Gotcha. And, and so, she back kinda... to my original question. How then, Cather, did you get involved with the God of War? Uh, well, about three and a half years ago, she, I was real lonely. she said hi and started... She to... just slid into Cather's DMs? Basically. The God of War? Basically. Well, okay, okay so... Fair, your best friend so, was so, like... Grant, yeah. if you recall... Right after uh, episode 70, the the big fight happens. We just lost track. Cather mm. went off to him by himself and hung out in the yeah. gra- in the graveyard where he took his oath and like yelled at the super awesome anime, super anime. Yeah. Atrasil came and offered her offered oh. his offered some condolences. And ever since then, they've slowly but surely they hit it off. Hit, That's kind of a red flag. She's capitalizing stronger, on your bond. weak she, ooh, emotional that is, state. That is rough. I'm just saying. 
He's like, uh huh. He's still not ready for me to swoop in after this one. <laughs> well, she she to be seems fair, lovely. It did take, I, I it think did, we it should did take like two and a half years for Cather to develop feelings for her. So. Time to sweep the leg, Johnny. No, oh, well, that's nice. That's nice. I think it would be in our best interest to get Adrasil out of there, right? Especially if we're going to engage in war. Okay. I mean, right? Yes. All. But how do okay? So then, if if we do want to do that, right? Like, how do we do that? Because I don't know about you, but I don't think any of us are all that equipped for for espionage and in in you know infiltrating and getting somebody out. You know, we'd or, have to figure out where she is, or, and then we'd have to go to that place right. and kill whoever is and and, and, and break her out. Yeah, which my guess is most likely is Astari. Wait, you're you're. Oh. She's most. You think she's most likely with Sistari? Hmm. Potentially, either that or she's with Clovar himself. Hmm. If I were I Clovar, like I would either have him in one of those two places. I'd either keep like, her with, you know, or I would keep her with one so, of my most powerful agents, which would be Sistari. So, so, just saying, I'm, I'm I don't want to I don't want to keep bringing this up. But if she is with Sistari, just saying, that's another two birds one stone situation. Just saying. We, like we can fight Sistari and free Atrasil at the same time. I like this idea. Now, and then, victory! The, the other thing to keep in mind is the last time that we fought Sistari, or that I... that we fought Sistari, we kinda got... a butt handed to us. Wait, hey, well, we which, which time are you referring to? We fought her a couple times. took Atrasil. Oh yes, that's oh, right. I was she, there she, for that. She was right. there for that one. Yeah. I wasn't really well, focusing look. on Zastari though. I, I had other gods to deal with, and and now we're back to down. the ally situation. Like Abadi is completely right. We get help. We get help, okay. and we right. we right. we take out the smaller enemies, and we turn the tides so. of this feud. So the question is, who could be our allies? Right. It seems like most of the outer player beings are against us. Well. We have, I, think, I think we, I we only have really the gods or the sacrifices and like or a couple dragons and the orcs. I could maybe curry favor in hell. I mean the elves. I'm sure we. we I'm hell? sure. I'm sure we'll be able to rally some elves. So okay. So right now, our biggest benefit is that no one expects the mortals to do anything important. That is true. That's actually facts. Like so, we should we should really. I'm just saying. We can we can hit some major story landmarks and travel to places that we've been previously in the campaign. Ooh, this is a fun idea. And then hear me out. We rally the pirates that we <gasps> never really saw. Yes, the pirate you, you, government. Abinthy, you don't know about that though. But uh, you know, Abinthy knows. knows. Edward has told him. I've, I've been around Edward, the pirates that's before. Fair. I once was shipwrecked and picked up by pirates. It was the third time I'd been shipwrecked. It was not fun. What was really the name of their like... captain? Hmm? What was the name of their captain? Sisse. He actually he told me about this. He actually after after being shipwrecked. Very cruel. After being shipwrecked, he ended up on an island where they thought he was actually a god. A different time. And they were they were praising him and chanting his name. He even was bitten by a snake and he just, you know, cured himself of the poison and they literally thought he was a god. He had to tell them he wasn't. Or I actually don't remember if you ever told them. No, no, no. They still think I'm a god. 
Hmm. I may or may not be wanted right. by the I will, I'll, that. I'll make sure not yeah. to mention mm. that the next time I'm talking to my gods. They already know. You know. And look, uh, I I have connections as well. Some powerful connections uh -huh. that could, you know, they know people all over the world. Okay. And so I could recruit some pretty beefy contenders as well. Why do okay. I feel like this is this is Lord of the Rings, where nobody expects the race of men to step up for the world? Right. Exactly, but the They're race of men is exactly men. what will turn the war. Well, I'm just saying we we can separate our our allies into groups. Um, uh, it's, yeah, let's do this. Like the Aquilonian slash human people, <laughs> yep. like the the free nations that we can we can be like, hey guys, bad things are happening again. We have the orcs. Yep, that's good. Who are we like always that. ready for a fight. That's 100%. We, we actually have Craving. two groups of orcs because Abanthi hung That's out true. with the with the orcs to the west. Oh, this is Aaron talking, not Abanthi. Yeah, this is this is this is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the 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 normal elves. The normal we can elves? also head to the I I'm, I'm saying I I think we can try the drought. I'd be Why down not? I'd be down to try to convince the drought. Yeah. I'm just going to say cool. no, we roll it up will be and we can say we a say, lot hey, harder, but I know that you want to conquer the world. Someone's gonna beat you to the punch. <laughs> you know, that's and honestly then they go, you know, actually that it could be a great way to frame it because because you know, pride is is one Excuse of our me? is one of the strong suits of the drow. So Absolutely. We're like, sorry, look, we ran to you because we're too weak to do it. But yes, we need the strong we need and, the strength and, of the and drow. powerful drow to, to <laughs> we do get it. the drow, we get the pirates on board. Yeah, that would be uh, a lot of fun. Norman Grand. Pun uh, we can get we can get them on board because they're right. they're good people. Edward, what, also, Jormungrand. Oh, Jormungrand is the mountain city. Uh, <laughs> Look, ha I have you been the there before, Abathis? Of course, I've been to Jormungrand. Oh, I I, think I, studied, only, I studied I think I've only heard of this sanctuary place. for like three years. It's going it's going right over my head. I think I think I vaguely remember hearing about like some like traveling merchant archmage there or something. Yes. <clears throat> also, there's also a mysterious might, assassin that lives on might the, be, in the forest below. It might be difficult, but I'm. The dwarves would probably at least hear us out. Oh, we've got the dwarves. Yeah, well, I mean, we just Do need we to visit every. We, look, we did we just made we enemies. Did, we did just give the hammer to the orcs. Yes, I exactly, and so they they don't really like us. But if it's you know, it's for the, the greater good. I, I, I trust the dwarves. Maybe. They, they, yeah. They've been used to... If nothing else, they'd probably be willing to forge some weapon of massive power for this type of situation. I wonder if yeah. Exactly, and at the least, they won't kill us. Well... Probably. Probably, Probably not. Okay, alright. So we're branching out here in a lot of different directions. All right. So We're talking the whole world, Gather. Yeah. Yes, global we are. revolution. We, we are... We are talking about the whole world. Somehow, the f the four of us have connections to the entire mortal plane. If not now, then when? If not us, then who? Great. Did you just quote a Christian song? Yes, you did. Yeah, but it's also a common phrase. There's a, a, a freaking Matthew West song. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, so, number one priority seems to be gathering allies and and fighting some of the, some of the generals. Yes. Which. Which of those do we think is top priority, though? Because obviously, Atrasil, like we said, would be great ally to, to regain, and since she's imprisoned. Well, and I she's think a that god. we should we should work on freeing Atrasil quickly, right? Because the longer that she's there, the more 
the more bad danger that yeah. she's in. Right. Yeah. The worse it gets. So, but and do we want to prioritize that over talking to the, the sacrifices? Given the fact, I that- would like to do a little bit of espionage, double cross kind of okay, deal. Okay, no, let's A little bit first, kind of warm into it, and then potentially give us a little bit more insight as to what exactly we need to do to free Yadrasil, where she is, so on and so forth. Uh-huh. And then, so I think that at some point in time in the near future, unbeknownst to you, so that way I don't have to lie about it. I can teleport into that camp, curry favor, acting as a double agent, but in reality, I'm a triple agent. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, do the whole curry favor thing, be like, hey, things are going on, blah, 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 blah. Uh, then we can go try to warn some of them, some of the people, because the main thing is finding them. Warning them takes like, two minutes right so if we can get to them we can warn them really easy right and then now that i have the information we can get back grab atrasil who knows maybe kills a starry just spitballing but we can kind of intersperse the warning with the tactical murder Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and the gods shall give thee light. Are you okay, Edward? Ow. That was... I'm just feeling really pumped up right now. That was some full-on... Do we need an exorcist? (laughs) So then, Abanthi, do you want... It was in common. Do you want to, like, go talk to them, like, right now? Or, like, do you want to go do something first? I... I say that... We can at some point we can go because you'll need me to get to anyway, Marcus Steel. Yeah. Um, well, not anyway, like you can take a boat yeah. and or your teleportation helm right. and and teleport to like any place on the material plane. Um, Places I've been at least, yes. But but I can um, get us on uh, to or try to get us to Marcus Steel. Some point in time in that I can, without you knowing, disappear. Head back to the material plane and do a thing. Okay. Because if you know, then I'm going to have to lie, and I'm not a great liar. Mm, that's surprising, actually. I'm really good at saying true things boastfully. Really not good at lying about them. Okay. Okay. So then... Okay. So then do we want to go find, like, Marcus Steele first. Yes. And then we'll... say yes on that. Go go find Marcus Steele, warn him, maybe get him to see if he's willing to help us. Yes. And then maybe come back if we if we maybe gather some information about where Atrasil is, we can work on a plan to free her. If not that, yes. maybe go fight a dragon or something to help Grandma yes. Dragon. And then yeah. go from there. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I would, I would confirm with Edward, but it seems he's momentarily spaced that off. That sounds great, the rest of you guys. <laughs> the rest of you goish. Goys. Goys. Oh, there he is. Oh, there's Edward. Edward, does that plan sound good? I'm so stoked right now. You have no clue. We might need to go to the celebration nook. Why well, it's we, always why, free. Why do we have a celebration nook? Why do wouldn't we have a celebration, though? Cather, you're such a wet rag sometimes. Don't you want to celebrate things? I just, 
I just don't feel it necessary to once celebrate you reach, things in a nook. I just celebrate things when I want to celebrate them. Once you reach a certain threshold in society, You've you find the smallest things to celebrate. You learn to enjoy life, Cather. Which, what? in layman's terms, means once you're rich enough, you need an excuse to spend money. That's basically what it, I was saying, yeah. <laughs> My father was a capitalist. I'm not saying I agree with everything, it's just the way things are. <laughs> Listen, man, you got the cash. Might as well. He's in prison now, if it makes you feel any better. Lives, okay. We could okay. install another nook. Alright, so, so we if, if we want to- the least, of this realm! Let us have our uh, prioritize. At least he wasn't a landlord. If we want to prioritize finding oh. <laughs> uh, a couple members of of this of the sacrifices as of right now, so we so we just talked to Mayor Mazima. Great. Hopefully things are going decent on her end. Probably Who knows? not, but it sounds probably great. not, but maybe. Obviously, Zood's him. We don't like him because he's at Adler Crave and he's working with 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 the. Never the, liked the him and his bold face. Um. Let's see. So there is. Uh, <laughs> Never trust bold uh, people. Uh, Kimpor Golgarin, also known as Oscorus Loria Lori Lor Len Lorlen L'Oreal. Feel the difference. And she's in Elong Ryun. She's a druid, apparently. She's in Oscorus Lorlen. Oscorus Lorlen. He's a. Uh, male furbolg. Yeah, he's a and he's a druid in the desert, apparently. A furboilg. Uh, then there's obviously Marcus Steele, who's on the Mist Runner, somewhere. Yes. Uh, uh, Akoro, or Castle. Akaro, thank you. That's an A, not an O. Uh, who's on Isgard? He's fighting as a gladiator. That yes, actually is kind fun of fun times. Honestly, sounds guy, like a fun trip. That sounds like we a could have trip. him on our side, right? And like, that feels you. like that feels like a, a warrior who can't die sounds like a great ally. So here's here's my thing. <laughs> the Mist Runner is going to be real tough to get to, right? Because we aren't sure when it docks, right? But we can head to the City of Doors, Sigil. Right. And oh. say, hey, when's the Mist Runner docking? Do you know? Uh huh. And then, like, come back. Get a time schedule on that one. Yep. And then schedule teleport to the Gladiator place. Right. Last time we were There's almost also, arrested by the Dimension th Police. There is also, there, w real quick, there is also Lorelyle uh, uh, Adrian, mm -hmm. uh, who is in Foridrana. She's yes. the, the Simic hybrid researcher, apparently. Whatever yes. those are. So, so the ones that are on the material plane, we should probably save to last. Okay. Or should we do them first because they're the most accessible to the enemy? Thank you for and the raid, Doctor Silo. How was stream? Ooh. Well, ooh, a little raid. Thank you guys. Welcome in. I feel like I feel like the the people on the material plane might be slightly safer because the outer plane enemies that we have have access to the outer planes easier, and they have zero idea. People who are on the material plane right. probably have been keeping their ear to the ground. Right. So I, I, I mean, I'm down to yeah. go. Do, go. I think. I think. I think you do make stuff. a great point, though, Abanthi. Of uh, finding Marcus Steele first might be the best move, okay. or at least trying to make contact first and, yes. and coming back set up when a, we can. Set up a meeting. Yeah, we'll 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 make an appointment. My favorite thing is DJ just attempting to quietly eat chips. <laughs> it's like my favorite Every thing. Time. He's like. 
<laughs> anyway, all right, great. Well, that sounds like a great plan, everybody. Good job. Uh, so I do, I, get, I don't know what to do now. I mean, we we made the plan. Well, so I also need to drop. Uh, well, that sounds a terrible terrible thing. I need to drop Talon back with your wick. Uh huh. Oh yes, um, probably yes. Yes. Mm. So I need to do that. Hopefully, she goes willingly and easily. Well, I'm sure, I mean, if you framed it as in the context of Yorick hasn't seen her in a long time and would love to catch up, you know, that'd be pretty easy. You would think so, wouldn't you? What am I doing? Ah! Talon! Hello! Uh, we were Morning. just talking about you. Morning. Um, uh, we, you should go see Yorick. He, I'm sure, I know that he misses you because... I talked to him recently, and he said that he did. Is that also- Why do I feel like this is just another excuse to get rid of me? I am hurt and offended that you would- How dare you assume that of me, Avanthi Tribowitz? The one who I had to beg for years just to take me out. And- it did not go well. So, naturally, the initial response would be to send me away again. No. Well, I'm I mean, not at all. To be no. fair, to, to be fair, I do think this gentleman, the gentleman Yorick, we we all had a chance to meet him. He he was really torn up about your passing and would very much want to see you again. I'm yes. sure. Yes. And probably sooner rather than later, that way he doesn't get mad at Avanthi for reviving you and then not telling him and allowing him to see you immediately. You, it is, you really should. I mean, that's true. He also seems like the man, the type of man who wouldn't, and who doesn't like the idea of resurrection, but I suppose that's a bridge that we can cross later. Well, yes. if, he, if he really has beef with it, he can talk to me. Yes, this is so. Katha is a paladin of the gods of death. Hi. Oh. I'm. Uh, yeah. Katha. Okay. Uh, uh, is it like okay that I'm back then? Is that how this works? Yeah. Herald of Herald of Destiny, member of the Gre of the Grey Guard, of the White Guard, not the Grey Guard. Close uh, enough. Yes. Uh, I can't hear you, Grant, for some reason. Yes. It, it is. It is very much. It is very much okay that you were brought back. It, in fact, it was. It was not by Destiny's design that you passed in the first place. So, I see. Grant, Edward, we for can't the third hear you. time, we can't hear you at you're, all. You're, you're muted. <laughs> Hi. Hey. What's up, Edward? It's, it in... seems like you want to say something. You stepped out of I the was... silence nook. Thank goodness. Yeah, I I know. Sorry, I needed a break. Um, but I'm back now. I was just going to say that the the guy that took you was really sussy. He was big and scary from what I've heard, and he takes a lot of souls that are trying to get to their normal death situations, and you just were in a bad one for a long time. So I think, I mean, if Cather says it's fine, I think his gods say it's fine. Right? We're all good. Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's grand. All right. Well, that's good to know that my presence on the material plane is not a atrocious offense to those who reign above us um i mean yeah hey, i guess hey. i would love to go see yorick so um now Abinthi, yeah i guess i could do that Abinthi, do you want me to take her or do you want to take her uh 
I, I mean, I, I look at Talanasta. I look at, I look at Kathy. Look at Talanasta. Look at Kathy. I should probably go. That's probably the responsible thing to do. It would be for you. Uh, for you. Sure. Bye, I bye. say. Yeah. I say, leaning into Cather under my breath. <laughs> so that way, it doesn't seem as though I'm regretful about that fact. Uh, I mean, I, and if you, I mean, and Abanthi, I know, I know that you, you know, you, you want to save your spell slots because there's a lot of big battles coming up. I can take both of you guys, and you can, you know, and we can. Yes. In fact, in fact we could all go. There's no reason for us a not. I mean, why not? Edward looks at Talanashta. Edward looks at Talanashta and says, I don't think it's you. The last time we were over there, Yulrik got really mad at Abanthi. Oh, if I could throw you into the pits of hell every day. Edward, I don't think I don't think that was the right time to say that. But I mean well, I don't know. Although I mean to Look, be fair, I'm just reading fair, the room here. Paul Nostra was gonna find Look, out put very your glasses soon. On criminy. From Yorick himself, probably, so I'm sure that there was a lot of tense emotions. Yes. Um He flipped a table. I know you got Yorick to flip a table? He did <laughs> I'm, I'm almost impressed. I, I'm pretty sure he, he did. He did very gently put it back up and, and reset it, though. Oh, well, so. of course. I mean, he's the most gentle man I've ever met. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, I would love to go see him, and if we all want to come, that'd be great. Um, be like a little family again, which would be super fun. Yes. Um, I call eldest son. You aren't in this family, Edward. I am. <laughs> I'm about to go I'll to the sulking it. nook. We're, we're, I mean, I feel like just off of my brief interactions with all of you, I feel like Edward's kind of like the the adopted nephew to add. To ah, that's so much worse than the fun uncle. You do have big nephew energy. I am really? going to say that. that it's it's pretty. It's it's big nephew. Like, what? Cather, uh, where Cather's is this even coming cousin. from? I'm the odd cousin. I can see, see Cather yeah, as, a, as an uncle. I see him as more of a brother, but like the kind of brother that doesn't always give up the Xbox controller. Like, like the, like, so like the, like the, not like, like the, jerk. not like the big brother who's like the middle brother, the big brother who's like the eldest brother. Mm -hmm. It feels like, so do you know that when there are multiple <laughs> children in a family, if there's like a five year gap between children, they're considered uh, like, basically like only child like it isn't big brother little brother it's they're far enough apart that they were both treated individually as like a middle child like that's what it feels like all i'm saying is i don't want to be the nephew i don't right. think you get a choice anyway i'm sure a lot uh, of nephews don't want to be I a nephew am, but they don't exactly have a choice in i am I'm i feel like kiyomura's my uncle i'm ready like to a good uncle kiyomura is uncle energy i'm ready are we all ready to go? Do we all have our things? Clovar is kind of like the baddest strange. We kind of have, we kinda have, a, we kinda have a, a bit of a timetable here, people. Oh, yes, impending doom. I'm if ready. I'm, I'll go where you go. I'm also prepared. Right, let's see. So this is one, two, three, four. Can we take the ship? No. It would take a long time. You're that, right. That would not. take like a whole two weeks that we don't have, Edward. <laughs> we'll take the ship. In the prism. Yes, we yes. can take it with I mean, us. We always in, have in the, the ship triangle, in the prism. Yes. In the pyramid. Yes. 
We'll talk about it later, Talanashta. I mean, we can just go right now. Wait, are we boating? I mean, I know that we're not. No, it, we keep it in a prison. No, no, we have a. I don't know how much clearer it could be. We have a flying. We have a flying boat that we, we have keep, a flying boat that we keep in a, li a little pocket dimension that is this this dodecahedron triangle thing. How many times do we have to explain it? That dodecahedron is not a triangle. It's not. It's not. It's a prism. It's not, it's it's no not even. There uh, technically is not even a prism. It's a. It's a pyramid. No, pyramid. there are so many yes. different shapes that could be in prisms. People. There are so many things. It's basic geometry. Tire sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm ready to go whenever. Great. Yes. Everyone, hold hands. Kimura oh. grabs hands. Talanostra grabs hands. All right. I hope you all ate a light Lord. breakfast. Oh no no no! I I've been practicing, Edward. It's it's a lot smoother of a ride. Okay. And I cast teleport and teleport. Just roll an Arcana check for me, Drew. Why? Just because I want to. See how bumpy the ride is. Since you talk a big talk. That would be a 19 DM. We get disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you all go through the what would have been the familiar sensation of teleportation, where your stomach drops, you feel like you're folded into nothing, and then all of a sudden you're there. But instead, it's like a smooth ride in a nice limousine. You feel like you're just gliding through infinite space and time. Cue reggae music. <laughs> Before you just arrive, not suddenly appear, not out of place all of a sudden, but you're almost welcomed by the universe into this location, as if this okay, is where you're supposed to be the whole time. Okay, Cather, I'm ready. I think that was worse for me. Edward, Edward, you that was the most Edward, lovely teleportation I have ever had in my life. Oh wow! Thank you, thank you. Let's I, do it like that from the now on. The first time was I, really bad. I'm going to admit. I think it. I Edward prefer the like gut wrenching yeah. pain. Really? That was almost disconcerting. Uh, Where did the you... reggae music come from? <laughs> that's, that's what that was. Point. I thought oh, I thought that was just yeah. I, I thought that was just one of our kitchen staff. What what was his I forget his name. I don't know, Rocco um, or something. All of the names that Rocco. Yeah, sometimes Bell. they jam out. Did anyone else feel like they were in an especially elongated wagon that like moved on its own as well? Yes, I think that we should call it a No. Limo. Ooh, ooh, I like that, haven't they? Yeah. How about something? No, it needs to be something floatier, like an aeroplane. Yes. Mm. yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we should probably pick up the pace. Uh -huh. You guys look around and realize that you are in uh, this rocky mountain valley, uh, not too far outside of your cabin. Basically, at that little. Um, kind of center location where you can either take a right and go up the stairs to his little cabin, uh, his nice cabin, I should say, his extremely nice cabin, or you can take a left and go just a few steps forward into the workshop. Um, as you guys have arrived and just uh, are kind of milling about for a second, you do hear the steady uh, banging of hammer on steel coming from the workshop. Great. Let's Go talk to your wick. We we head up. Do you want to do you want to lead Talarashta or? Um. Well, my only concern is giving him a heart attack. Hmm. Oh, he's made of. I could stock. lead. It yeah, perhaps, might be a good idea to have someone. Yeah, that would be great. Well, yeah, perhaps, yeah, Edward and I can can take the lead on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I mean, I think Ulrich liked me. You're, I'm, I'm you're going to man the back. Dang it. Yes. You were close. I've been calling him, I've been calling him Ulrich this entire time. No, you're Wick. You're Wick. Like, like somebody's making not, candles and they're like, not hey, I really like your Wick. Okay, yeah. not Ulrich. Okay, got no. it. If you, if you take the characters Warwick and, War, uh, and Warwick from, from League of Legends and combine it, Yes, Edward League dusts himself off. That Grant is very well. Uh, no, he's not. I, I just I've played a couple it. times. Edward dusts himself off and then dusts Canther off, and says, "All right, here we go." And walks into your Wick's shop. You guys enter into the shop. You see the uh, tall Goliath uh, banging away at some steel. He's got on a leather apron. Um, otherwise, he's shirtless with just some trousers on. Uh, it's rather hot in the workshop as he does have the forge going. Um, and so you can see uh, he's going from heating the steel to setting it onto the anvil and actually forging it itself um, when you guys walk in. Uh, he sees you and you watch as he pulls off these um, earmuffs made of like really thick wool Ooh. to try and drown out the noise. Yeah. Air protection, that's good. Ah, I see uh, you've been working hard. Yes, welcome back. Uh, yes, hello. I uh, just wanted to stop in and say hi. Uh, the sword that you forged for me has been doing excellence. Absolutely happy like with it. it. Good, good. It's, it's, it's uh, already, unfortunately, already had to use it very quickly, but it, it works great. Uh, it's pretty cool. Correct. We got a surprise for you. Yes, as in, in return, maybe you could think of it as a, as a gift for the gift that you gave to me. Uh, we have something for you. I if, think it would be if, pretty if you happy. Have a, if you have a moment to, to, to see it. Of course, we don't um, want to interrupt if you're working. We could probably come back later, but we came a long way. Yes. It's fine. And he just plunges the sword into a vat of oil, which is definitely not how you should actually do things, but that's what I want to do. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure it actually is the recommended way to cool a blade because actually yeah, water, it's oil, water will... It's not, you don't quench the blade in the middle of forging it, though. No. No. Oh, no. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're going through a hardening process and all this different type of stuff. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. So. Anyway. Edward says, may I set the mood? And pulls out his lute and starts playing, like, plucking slash strumming a nice melody. And says, enter. And then starts raising uh, his eyebrows at Ulrich, like, oh yeah. Now introducing the one and only Abathy and Talanasha! Abathy, you walk in. Follow oh no, I don't go in first. I'm <laughs> for sure using Talon as a, as a meat shield. <laughs> uh, Talanasha walks in, and you watch as Yorick has this face of confusion before tears just begin to well up in his eyes. Talanashta smiles. Hi, Yor. Before just going over and they just lock into a hug. Oh, she called him Yor. Happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Abanthi went in and, and and saved her soul. He went he, alone. It was magnificent. Yorwick and Talanashta continue their hug for just a second. Before Yorwick <sighs> wipes his tears. 
takes a look at Talanashta. You're older than you were. Yeah, there's some complications with how I ended up in this specific body, but I'm here. And according to our resident death guy, uh, it's okay with everyone. So that's me. Shouldn't I'm be your uh, death guy. having any issues. Yorick <clears throat> nods before looking up at you, Abenthi. Sorry, my old friend. Before he kind of strides over to you and just sticks out a hand. Uh, um, Edward plays a waltz. <laughs> um, I grab his hand and say, you have nothing to be sorry for. This is my fault to begin with. Hmm. That may be true. He then pulls you into a hug and grabs Talanashta and pulls both of you guys. And just this massive, you know, eight foot Goliath just kind of squeezes both of you. Yes. Before eventually letting you go. <laughs> this is well, very good. This is good. This is very good. Edward, can, it we, is. can we make a note to hire some Goliaths to fight Clovar? I just realized the height. Will be, will be Yor- advantageous. Yorman Grand, that's their like, that's true. The Central. It's actually pretty nearby. It's literally a Hey, Yorwick, you want to help us take down a tyrant? <laughs> a um, tyrant to be, maybe? Does that require me to uh, leave? Yes. I guess you could make weapons if you really wanted, but probably. Then I will leave that in the hands of the professionals. Fair, fair answer. I, I, I yes. make the weapons. I'm not much of a soldier myself. Hence why I'm by myself in the mountains. I lean over to... Well, you do great work. And I just go... Or I lean over to Edward and just go, Don't bring it up. Just don't. Wait, don't bring up... Don't bring up... Shh. This is cause for celebration. We must make stew. And celebration nook! He goes oh. and begins plucking some things from his garden that he has around the back of the shop. Edward uh, plays Black Eyed Peas Greatest Hits. Nice. Um, and begins to actually, make... Uh, speaking of defeating that tyrant, we really should get going. Um, You're not going to stay. I... Um, well, I mean, it is a bit first, pressing. Are you okay with that now? Because previously you said you didn't want me to I would be honored for you to stay. That is a great weight off of my shoulders. Um, but I'm afraid that if we don't go now, Talanashta may catch on, and then she'll want to come with us. I see. And she is staying here. I mean, um, we are probably going to be... Actually, quick question. Could I have a word with Yorwick alone? Real quick, you two. Edward's not even paying attention. His arm is around Cather, and he's, like, singing in, uh, like, one of the sea shanties that he wrote with Tarak. Cather is obviously, like, stiff board, like, just, like, what is going on? Yo, ho, feel the wind blow. 
<laughs> you know, he's, he's no, he knows the lyrics. Into the, into the background. Is yeah, it? as as they walk outside. Just be told, Yorick, things are not great right now. It's not looking good for pretty much anything. It is by far a losing battle. How would you feel about all three of us just leaving? We could just go. <laughs> I have I have some hideouts on different planes. Could be just the three of us. Like the old times. Uh, as tempting as that is, I do enjoy my occupation and working with others on commission. And so if there's nobody else around... I mean, we, we can... The, the other planes have people. And other people need swords. We can we can find you a nice little shop. We can find you another mountain. He uh, puts both his hands on your shoulders. You can't run from everything, friend. I can't risk losing both of you. Then win. And he like claps your shoulders. <laughs> it's not as easy as you make it sound. I love this, this guy. The confidence that <laughs> That's I rad. Look, if it if if it was just my life on the line, it wouldn't be a question. But you know her. You Welcome think in, she's Anchor. not going to want to participate? I will do my best to keep her at bay. How did that go the last time? You came back and took her. Thank you very much. No, she begged you first. I showed up and she was like, hey, I finally got Yorick to agree, which was my one caveat. Because I said, oh, I thought, oh, Yorick will never agree to let her leave. So, yeah, of course you can come with me. Just ask Yorick first. And then you said yes? That might have been boy judgment on my part. I will admit that. But you know that neither of us can say no to her. Embodiment of... I don't know, go ask your mom what, what she thinks. And then mom be like, I don't know, go ask your dad what he thinks. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to give you I'm gonna I'm this is and this is this is a this is a probably an overstatement. At most two months before you break. Well then but I mean if, if from what it sounds like we're all still alive in two months, then it doesn't matter. I don't know how long this is going to take. If we really dig in into a war of attrition, it could be years. Let's let's put that option on the back burner. You know, you're pretty quick. If push comes to shove, I'm sure if we can grab something, grab, you know, you could swing by and we'll, we'll pick, pick us up and, and take off. Not to mention, what if I die? Then you're just stuck here. Then you'll die. Then it'll suck for everyone. I'm just saying, look, I told I told them I'm done with running. I'm a liar. <laughs> I, if uh, you will save people, can you I, honestly will tell me? I will turn tail like a coward. Avanti, can you tell me that if you don't help, there's a legitimate chance of them winning? Edward is very capable. Come on. In no. No, uh, he is a guy, my student. What's looking ass. down? Look at me. You're real high up there. We are real close. Uh, he leans down, so you guys' faces are like this far apart. Oh, it's, uh, yes. Um, 
Cathos, uh, the death gods and fate, he's got loads <laughs> of stuff going on. Yeah, I know you're doing this. <laughs> and Melora is. Would you help there. me with this, too? What? Oh, this conversation is not over. <laughs> I have the message spell and I will use it. Do you mean the sending spell? It's close enough. You're not in this I'm... conversation, Cather. I'm heated. No, that was Drew just ripping open the fabric of space and God? Chat wants you to kiss. As they walk back inside, Edward has now turned to a jovial tune. It's really fun. Edward and Talon have moved inside. You guys are still outside. Yeah, we have. We're not staying for dinner. So we're sneaking away, right? I mean, I would. I would assume. I mean, we can't. We don't have time to stay for stew. Because we're trying to ditch Talon. I mean, who's Talon? I was Talon Oh. Well, in my head, Edward had poured some wine and had gotten Talanasha involved in some dancing <laughs> totally with Cather. Not aware of the room. <laughs> like, bro, Edward's having a great time in there while they talk outside. <laughs> right. Anyway, but no, we, this we, is have, we have things we need to do. Like, like we've already put them off for like three extra days because we were stuck in a in a pocket plane. So, like, we need to go. We need to go. So we're leaving then. Right. So soon. Although, okay, so so Abbey, do you want to like leave like a like a little note, or, or um, would that make it worse? Which is better? Is it is it better uh, to leave anonymous? I'll be a hundred percent honest. Just... Uh, so have have I joined with them? Are we yeah. like now? Okay, yeah. I say, I'll be a hundred percent honest. Atalanashte is a very skilled mage. She most likely has the ability to send me messages mentally. Uh -huh. So there's no real point in leaving a note because she's just going to yell at me mentally anyway. Uh -huh. um, I just hope that she hasn't learned to teleport long distances yet. Okay. She was very good at short distances, and I'm hoping that while imprisoned, she did not learn anything. Uh -huh. Okay. Right. So we don't have to worry about leaving a note. Great. So let's just leave. Let's no, just leave. It's honestly Irish easy goodbye. for me if I don't have to talk Wait, to hold on. Should so. we just wait? Should we just, head, should we just he head to Sigil from here? I mean, yes, absolutely. Oh, let's just do that. I say that we just go. We just we just yeet. Yeah. I think that's stuff. a fine plan. I, I, okay, I, let's I, stop saying that this is the plan. Let's actually do the plan. No, yes. no, no. Let's keep talking about it. Forever. I will say. Everybody use the restroom before we leave. Yes. Every, uh, uh, Actually, we have um, used the party have, nook. like an outhouse, so we're just all going to go before dinner. Um, we'll be right back. Let's make plans. Or, oh yeah, we all go to the bathroom together outside. Yeah, and never come back. Like a, like a you guys are gonna go pick up a pack of cigs. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and then as soon as we're out of sight, I'm just grab on, grab on, grab on. Everybody <laughs> grabs your hands. Uh, and Guys, then, I so gotta just, go to the bathroom again. I'll be right back. No time. Um, I'm, no, I'm that's IRL. That's me. Sigil. Okay, absolutely. Uh, you guys go through. You all clasp hands behind the shed, and go through the abrupt sensation that is plane shifts. Where with well, teleport, like you can get it pretty smooth because you're just like taking your body from one place on the, on the same plane to another place on the same plane. You having to cross like multi-dimensional borders is a whole nother process. 
Uh, and so it's rough. Uh, you have your stomach up in your throat. You feel like, a little dizzy, a little confused. Um, you come back and you're just like, oh, okay. Kind of feeling a little car sticky. It's kind of how, yeah. kind of how you always feel. Empathy has a lot of like hideouts on various planes. Sigil is a big one because like he doesn't necessarily he need to plane shift to leave Sigil. Uh, so he probably has like certainly not paid rent, but uh, has a place there uh, mm-hmm. that he will he will send them to. You guys arrive in this safe hut. Um, Abbott, please describe to me your safe house. Oh, it is, and it's probably been around twenty years since uh, since he's actively used it. So thankfully, it isn't exactly a humid climate or anything. So it's just about an inch layer thick of dust <laughs> um, covering every surface. It's bare bones. There's like a a super old cot um, and the remains of an apricot. And that's it. Abanthi, There's this... like a half built bookcase. What is as well place? There's ah, yes. I hid here uh, for a... a several times um and this is this is where i lived for a little bit while i was on the run one of the times that i was on the run right but it's in sickle so that's yes helpful never been found uh, as far as i know cather's gonna approach the window and just kind of look and just kind of look out the window and see like there are, are there are there people no like there, there aren't there's any windows just a, there's a single there's a hatch oh. it's, it's clearly below ground there's a single trap door that probably leads into some like old lady lady's like back room, cellar. like restaurant, yeah, like cellar, yeah, that he like made a deal with, and then she like died. So now someone else owns the restaurant, and no one knows about it. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, all right. Well, Catherine will climb up the little stair steps or ladder or whatever that leads to the cellar door, to the, the little trap door, and, and he'll just unlatch it and open it up real quick and like pop his head you up. You start to open around. it and you hear someone go, whoa! <laughs> you you <laughs> kind of pause for a second before opening it up a little bit more and you just see this this like 20-something dude in like line cook attire looking down at you. That door opens? Yes. I I, I looked down at Abathy. I'm like, what's going on? I say, I say, hold on. Close it. Give me a shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine reclosed the trap door. I climb up. I open the trap door. I look at him. And it takes me a second. I go, Nell? Is that you? I haven't seen you since you were a child. How the hell is your mother? Are you the old man in the, in the cellar? Yes. Edward's face pops in, like, next to Abanthi. And he says, Abanthi, hurry up. I have to toot. Oh yes. Um, please excuse thought, my friends here. I thought my I thought grandmama made them, you up. Help him helping oh, them out uh, of the cellar. Uh, <laughs> just like yeah. just keep popping, just, throwing people two, out of the cellar. Just massive elves and a bard, just <laughs> along with, with uh, an old man in robes. Just yeah. Abinthi, no, no, no. As totally soon as Abinthi exits, sorry, not Abinthi. She used to tell as soon as. I thought she made you up. I thought you were like a troll under a bridge no, designed to no, make me like be scared no, of making mother, deals with bad lady, wizards. Wonderful lady. 
helped me out of a tight spot, agreed to let me use the cellar for the rest of time. I kind of shimmed her on the deal. Um, but uh, yeah, so how is she? By the way, Edward, this is your time if you need to say something. No, I'm sorry. I already, I. it's going to be a stinky it's one. It's fine. We'll just close the hatch and not touch it for another 20 years. No, I'm in the kitchen. Oh. I say as I'm standing on the oh, kitchen. Oh, no, we should. Uh, yes. Um, but yes, uh, uh, Nell. Um, yes, has, yes, I'm real. Mind a hello. Uh, you hear a, uh, you, you hear in the distance, Abenthi? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, at which point Nell turns to his mother, Marge. Ah, He's Marge. Like, Mom. Oh goodness. And Marge is like, I haven't seen you in Ages, darling. Oh, Marge, you. Oh, how I've missed you. I, Kathy I just gives like dead. the side eye to, to Kiyomura and oh, Edward. Side eye. I, I look it's side as eye. though death could stop me. I'm oh. so happy you are here. I've been so lonely since my husband died. Oh, well, I'm so oh. sorry to hear about that. Um, by the way, these are my friends. Um, hello, hello. Yeah. Welcome to my yes. restaurant. Hi. It's nice to meet you. Unfortunately, he, and he looks at Abanthe skeptically. Unfortunately, we're, we're we can't stick around because we makes the finest dumpling soup. Oh, Abanthe! Dump- oh, I haven't had dumplings in so me. long. I only maybe we could stick around. Truth, Marge. I only speak we're the truth. You know that. I know, but dumplings. Um, we, I am sorry, but we are in a bit of a rush. We'd like oh. to place a to-go order. Yes. No, uh, we can start it on some soup. Oh, um, yes, oh, no, by the way, great to see okay. you. Okay. Great to see you. We're just not going to talk about the old man who came out. I'm whatever. Sure the, and he just, like, grabs a fry pan and just starts, like, old. aggressively, like, angsty, angsty cooking. Hey, I would uh, not suggest great. going down there. Uh, uh, we need to, uh, we are actually looking to potentially catch a ship. Um, so, uh, we really need to get running. We can't be late. But I would, I uh, don't worry, it won't be long. I'll catch up with you as soon as I can. You better. You can't just leave me again like that. <sighs> I would never. No, I don't come, like come. what's we going on. Go. <laughs> I don't like this whole, yes. I don't like this whole situation. We all exit. Grant's jealous that we, I'm flirting with a different player we character exit, now. We exit out of the back, uh, out of the back and, and very quickly. Yes, You'll yes. never roleplay marriage. Um, they, you they are engaged. That. Shoot, he's actually getting married. <laughs> Wait, uh, and I do. At I least do you don't take... have. At least you don't have bands like I do, Aaron. At least you don't have bands. Um, I do take. Is that, is that your? Is that the money that you keep on your desk specifically for flaunting? I wish. No. It's for no. It's for a new super sick car that I'm gonna purchase. Um, I will take like that several to go dollars soup. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think thanks again for letting me use your cellar, dear. Um, oh, any time, darling. Of course, rest of time we haven't written. Um, and then we we just run. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Edward, you guys start booking it to the streets. Uh, for those of you who have been here before, which actually is all of you now, uh, you run through. You understand that the city is basically like a tiered 
city of layers where it's just infinite doors and some of them lead to places on this plane and some of them lead to places that aren't on this plane and knowing which one is which is almost impossible uh it's it's kind of crazy uh and you see beings of every shape size color and persona that you poss possibly can there are walking triangles you see elephants that are speaking in a language that you've never even heard. You see dragonborn, you see uh, dark elves, you see humans, you see literally anything that you can think of. Full on hippo people that are strapped to the nines. That's right, exactly. You see several gith with carrying massive broadswords that look like they could just run you through. It's crazy. Do inklings exist in this world? Absolutely. You see a, a puddle Among of us? that's talking to something. Crewmates? Sure. What? Yes! Among Us is, is, is canon in this world. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. If you see us playing Among Us on uh, Patreon, you know that it's still D&D content. <laughs> it is canon um, in the yeah, world. We're going to run towards wherever the, the ship's like dock Absolutely, well, wherever yeah. the docks are. Absolutely, you make your way to uh, Sigil's docks. You know you have to. Uh, they're on some of the lower levels because the the city is kind of a, a descending pyramid. Is how I've always envisioned it, where it's just a thousand paths that kind of spiral up towards the top. Um, and so you begin to make your way down the city, basically. You pass by all sorts of different planar beings. What catches your attention is how much attention you're all catching. Specifically, you, Abanthi. Oh, god dang it. As your uh, your rivals here are machines that just don't forget things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, frick. Uh, I'm, uh, so I'm... I will have you other guys roll a stealth check if you'd like, or if you're not trying to be stealthy, you're just trying to be fast, we're going to roll some athletics checks. Why don't we Abanthi... just disguise ourselves? Yeah, Edward Abbey can disguise himself. Is going to like recognize that, oh shoot, I kind of forgot that I'm wanted in most planes. <laughs> um, and then he will uh, turn down an alleyway that is a little out of the way and a little out of sight. Um, and he will uh, use his shift weave uh, to, to put him into his ancient wise man garb. Nice. That comes with a fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he'll just really guys, try to transform himself. Guys, an old man mugged Abanthi. That old man ate Abanthi. <laughs> What'd you do I'm with Abanthi? I'm from the government. <laughs> uh... I mean, because we were all present when the like dimension police were mad. I was gonna at us, say. Right? I mean, like, do they remember like, us? From they've seen all of us. is wanted. So yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I like the idea of stealth. Edward will disguise self talk as to well people instead of yeah. running to a place and then having to fight our way off again. Absolutely, yeah, go for it. Roll Edward disguises self and he makes himself look like his father, just because it's what popped up in his head. Okay. I suppose I could use minor illusion to make myself look like a normal elf instead of a moon elf. <laughs> That's not how that spell works. But yeah. I know. You could give yourself a hat. <laughs> you could give yourself a hat. Well, you guys do that. I'm going to run to the bathroom. Okay. Oh, I feel like I have advantage for some reason, but I can't remember why. Not bad. 
I'm doing fine. We don't get past without a trace or anything fancy like that, do we? No, 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 no. We don't have anyone who can cast those things anymore. For some reason, I thought Cather did that. I don't believe so. Has that never been the case? I, I could have sworn by that. I think that true. was a Melora thing. Melora had Cather without right. trace. Um, mm, that was so long ago, though. Was it Renaya? Renaya might have had it. I feel like whenever we, we stealthed recently, we were like, haha, we get plus 10. Am I crazy? I feel like that was a thing. Um, it's okay. I still got a good roll anyway. So what'd you guys roll? How are we looking? I didn't roll fantastic. I'm sitting at a 17. I'm sitting at a 19. I think we're going to be okay. 17, 19, Drew, what'd you get? 11. 11. Okay. That's okay. above okay. average. Yeah. How's Kian Mora doing? Well, Kian Mora isn't wanted. He's not wanted. Which is a good thing because he got a three on die. Yeah, so he'll just scout for us. Yeah, you're just telling And then say, well, police. See, see, what police, it is is. Police, police. Everybody's distracted by Kia, by Kiyomura, and so they don't notice yeah. us. You do know he's very popular. Kiyomura is just what is called. Kiyomura is what is called the blind mouse. The blind yes. mouse, which is someone who is involved in a con who doesn't know the con is happening to increase the effectiveness of said con. He is con? our blind mouse. Much no, the whole point is that he doesn't know what's happening. This is Grant talking. speaking. This is a lovely dragonborn that I'm speaking with. She is fantastic. It's me. It's Edward. Oh. He is the female dragonborn. It's been lovely. Blind mouse. I rest my <laughs> They'll case. never see it coming. <laughs> I need to see Edward as a female green dragon. Edward, Edward decides his father is not conspicuous enough. It's too close to Edward. Yeah. So he turns into a female dragonborn. Nice. A good looking I female. turn into Edward's father. There you go. Absolutely. And they have this crazy weird tension. Absolutely. It's just really un uncomfortable. It's like, but it's there. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of always there. I heard, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I heard that you were a big, powerful man with lots of money. He says that's a big, powerful, or uh, uh, an attractive female yes, dragonborn. I am a big, powerful man with lots of money, <laughs> and I enjoy <laughs> necromancy. <laughs> oh, the you run a mining company. Grant, you're, Grant th you're thinking of the character you I played. That flirting. With your father, yes, and yeah, that's he why it's to weird. Date his cousin like a year. Everybody ago. can tell something strange is happening. By the, by the way, for the record, Grant, the character you're, you're you're thinking of is the character I played for one of our recent one shots on the Patreon. Go check you it played out. In a tr was that the nurse Dragonborn? No, I didn't what? play Dragonborn. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't remember what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. No, no, was the, the one shot that, that Aaron DM'd recently. An, an attractive oh, female Dragonborn yes. in Scrubs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's what my character is. Now disguised. Definitely in Scrubs. And slightly more inconspicuously. Oh, are able to make your way down to the docks. <laughs> and with that, we're actually going to take our break. What? Thank God, get me out of this hell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in 10 or 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We still got plenty of game to play. All right, and we are back. You guys, Welcome back, Dungeoneers. 
you guys have disguised yourselves to allow yourselves to uh, freely travel through Sigil without uh, raising the suspicion of uh, the little uh, geometric police force that is uh, in charge of the Modrons, exactly, those that are in charge of uh, Sigil. And you begin making your way down to the docks where all of the uh, interplanar traveling ships uh, stop into Sigil to uh, sell supplies. Um, This is where, uh, this is the main uh, drop-off location for most astral hunting ships are going to uh, unload most of their cargo, which exactly be exactly what you're hoping for. Uh, with the Mist Runner, this is where a lot of the Gith ships that do their raids come and offload a bunch of stuff. It's a, it's a bustling place. You guys, as you make your way down, you realize that there are thousands of ships that are docking at this city. Hmm. As you make your way. What would you guys like to be looking for? What are you trying to do? What's what's the plan here? I mean, there should be someone like in charge of of like a, th- a dock master. Yeah, absolutely. I think they the sit in a little master. tower. Yeah, they sit in a little tower or something and watch everything. Okay. Like a life. So you guys are looking for them? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and make an investigation check. Take a stab. And I'm assuming yeah, this is like a yeah, huge could I pers- location. Could I persuade you to allow perception, because I'm looking with my eyes and and not like rough rustling around. I just around. get uh, advantage from a yes and yes. Why not? The rules of the game don't matter. I mean, technically speaking, <laughs> I feel like perception does make more sense because investigation is like you're looking through like a room to like find important things versus perception. You have to look no, 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 no. Perception is you are genuinely taking in the general scene. Investigation is you are looking for something specific. I agree with DJ. Doing in this situation. I which is my favorite thing is okay. not caring what? and then just deciding to take whatever side. <laughs> uh, I have a 17 for investigation. What? I had a 20 so what you get in your pers- general perception. perception. Drew, you're taking the scene. You look around and you go, wow, there's a lot of boats. I like boats. Heck yeah. <laughs> I like <DM>. boats. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you chose. Aaron, with your investigation check, you notice all the boats, but specifically you notice that the boats are all kind of centrally located around this one massive tower, which has kind of a, an open space top. And you can see several people all kind of running around, uh, kind of like a sky marshal kind of little area. Yes. I will say... There's a tower! We should <laughs> head that way! This is me in my disguise voice. Do you suppose... Oh! Do you suppose the tower would have the people who would know where the ship is? Yes, dear. I think that is probably the correct decision of place to go when we're looking for a specific timing of a ship. All right, well, I'll let you lead the way. Of course. What, what? I'm gonna Fantastic. Hustle. You guys Edward begin to hustle. Flares his, Edward flares his neck flaps. You have yeah. neck flaps? Well, I yeah. Do. He, he's like a, he's like a, what are the, the like? A the Leonardo dragon. A Kiyomura dragon. A Kinardo dragon. A Komodo dragon. A Kiyomura dragon. That's the one. 
a communal dragon. It's everyone's. I said Leonardo dragon. First. You begin making your way to the tower. Uh, the much of the architecture here is kind of a plain white uh, with uh, random doors all over the place. The tower itself looks to be made of a bleached white brick uh, that comes up in kind of a uh, an octagonal pattern, almost that of a lighthouse, but not perfectly round. Towards the top, you see a lot of dark mahogany accents to uh, add a little bit of contrast that leads into the details of the actual top of the tower. Uh, and at the bottom, you can see that there is another kind of open space cylinder uh, where there is more workers kind of hustling and bustling about as well. So there's two sections. The bottom of the tower that has a bunch of people working on this, the top of the tower that has a bunch of people working. I look for the sign that says information desk. Okay, absolutely. You come around to one side and it says information's desk. And you see a little gnome there. I, I, is it, is it, I say, uh, hello there. Uh, me and my ah, companions. Hello. Uh, yeah, yes. Ooh, wow, that's a voice that you decided upon. Uh, you, me and my companions are uh, searching for a particular ship. And we're wanting to know if it is docked or if you have any idea of when it next will be. And the name of the ship? I believe it was the Mist Runner. The Mist Runner. Ah, she hadn't been in port in quite some time, which means she should be due. Let me pull out my book. <sighs> As he pulls out a book that's probably about a, th- a foot thick. Oh my! Proceeds I sure to, do uh, hope the Mist Runner will be in soon. Proceeds oh, to- dear, I'm sure it will be. You're quite the handsome couple. Thank you. <laughs> As he begins mm. flipping through uh, uh, all the different pages until he gets the M's, goes to the <laughs> M.I.s, finds the Mist Runner. My favorite thing is that we've fallen into this, that this is clearly not the first time that Edward and Abanthe have played a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do this all the time. This is it's a like go-to, go-to undercover technique. Yamora turns to you, Catherine, and is like, does it seem like they've done this before? Uh, Mayhaps. So yes, I don't re- oh, you! I, I I stopped caring. They, <laughs> Come now, dear. We're in public. Oh, don't you, the, don't you, the gnome? <laughs> uh, excuse me. It looks as if the Miss Runner is scheduled to be in port within a week's time. Uh, <gasps> That's week's great time. news. Uh, Would you like any other information? I don't know. Uh, fellow compatriots, is there anything else that we could possibly ask this this kind gnomish fellow for? Uh, you bet. You, you. <sighs> well, how did you think I pulled a piece like this without a proper dose of flattery? <laughs> well, we've been looking for the perfect local place to eat a fine dinner. See, our our nephew here and she looks at Cather our you, nephew here a human man recently graduated recently graduated the university in Rivaluna and we wanted to treat him to a nice dinner you can't go wrong with Shishios ah that sounds perfect uh, would you mind directing us to the place I with my endless amount of money that has allowed me to adopt this elf and human child <laughs> <laughs> you, go, you, go, you go four rings up, about seven doors over. It's a white door. It's got sissios on it. Ah, well, thank you very much. We shall be on our way. So long. 
Thank way, you. DM, I know you don't care anymore. I did just look it up, I, and I proved my point that investigation or perception would have worked. Just saying. As oh, Edward, you've been doing as... this whole time. That's why you've been sulking down at your yes, phone. Because you've been I sitting there sulking down at my phone. Wrong. I was looking at That's so messed up. Don't That's worry, so Grant messed and I up. Are absolutely caring, right? Yeah. As as they leave, and Edward does his like his like his like sexy walk away. Edward looks back and winks at the gnome and gives a kissy face as they leave, just to add a little spice You're and mystery. You're a married to the guy. woman. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Oh dear. Oh, I'm sure it's just the ramblings of a crazy old gnome. Kimura <laughs> looks at all you guys. You guys are crazy to work with. This is nothing, good nephew, cousin, son. Bro, Cather <laughs> becoming the nephew. It's my favorite thing. Uh, not, neither just, neither Drew nor Catherine accepts taller, that. Just absolutely jacked. <laughs> neither Drew nor Catherine accepts that, so no. Oh man, if we get no, caught by the police, you're about it. to get you, accepted. You were busy not paying attention. I was paying attention. I heard the whole bit. You, I'm just choosing are, not to accept the bit. When you take the time to rules lawyer, you don't get input. When it comes to the bit, <laughs> Drew, Drew rejects the, the bit. I reject the I, well, I reject well, your if, bit. If, and replace it if with you my reject own. a nephew, I reject a nephew. There you go. See, it works out. I never. I, never I accept nephew, so that Drew has to accept nephew. Yeah, I actually am turning on. If I accept nephew, that means that Drew has to accept nephew, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how, how that works. works. Transitive property of addition. <laughs> there you go. Well, we had to sissy yes. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, we absolutely do. Of course we do. Okay. All yeah. right. We have. Oh, a I bit hope they have my favorite Pinot Grigio. Yes. Uh, well, let's sit down and reconvene and figure out what the next step is. We're still in character, even though nobody cares. Yeah. You guys make your way up the we ring. Commit. Seven doors over, you find a white door that says Sissios on it. Little do you know, this is a Modranian food restaurant. Ooh. Oh, sure, why not? And so you come I in, love you the menu, food. I was hoping you would of... say it was just a cheesecake factory. <laughs> oh, Somehow, no, it's probably like metal and stuff. You've never seen nuts and bolts and oil look so good. I think you want to estimate my ballot there, DM. So, so do they have wine? Not... <laughs> Table for they four. Cool. Frick. It smells good. It does smell good. It'll kill ya. Yeah. I will uh I will sit down. Table for four, please. Uh this this old old uh quadramon or whatever they're called, one of the four headed ones. Yeah. Comes over, the four different hands like dish out menus, uh they pour some water before uh uh kind of bowing a little bit and, and letting you guys Get to your stuff. So, now what's the plan? That's an excellent question, there, good sir. Um, well, I suppose we, we have, have to wait about a week, give or take. We <sighs> probably shouldn't waste that time. Well, we could find a nice hotel, one with a pool, maybe. Well, I mean, we could also visit the gladiator place, whatever <gasps> that spot's called. That's some, some nice entertainment for the meal. Also, Kath, what do you think? 
For the sake of what we're doing, we probably shouldn't talk openly about any of our plans that's with anything. Easy. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Being very vague as to what it, it, it intends to. But if if someone knows who we are and they overhear what we're talking about, even if we're vague. Bah. Okay. Who All would right. ever guess that I that I am anyone other than Sergeant Moneybags McGee? I, I mean, I'm not disguised. I can't disguise myself. Kath is not disguised. It's just you two. Oh. So if we're recognized. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So. Oh, you should listen to him. I think he has some great points. All right, dear. All right. He sometimes Stop never listens. I'm just saying. <laughs> Rand and I in one of the camp. We need to play a married couple. We need to. Oh it is a requirement. <laughs> In a, in a mini campaign or something. This is the best bit we've ever had. Oh my God. DJ, <laughs> you look you look blistering hot right now. I'm, it's seriously so stupid hot. I, I honestly, I might have to like end this stream early because of it. It's so dumb. All right. All right. We'll, we'll keep tracking out. until you pass out and then we'll <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All, all jokes aside, do we want to head to the... Uh, gladiator place and then try to do that in the seven days <laughs> I think that's not a bad idea like now we just have to return and you get to see the grandma lady again which is a pro just as long as said plane doesn't jump us forward in time yeah do I happen to know whether or not it runs on the same time basis or anything what an excellent question Oh no! Because if we go to dude, Idrisil if... and spend two days there, and it jumps us forward two weeks, that's not helpful. That's yeah, that is problematic. That's pretty much GGs. Welcome to book time. It's the part of the paper dungeon where the DM flips through the books he owns. That we've been doing that bit for like three years now. In, we in a... have to f come out with some kind of compilation. Who will book watch time. that though? It's not very interesting. Yeah, no. Like literally, only people no, who no. know the it inside joke from live really, will watch like, it. If we can fit it into a YouTube short, it needs to. It needs That's, to have now. People would watch that. Like, That's a good idea. That, it needs to be like a YouTube short with like the the music of the. What we can do is we start off with just the clip, and and it's like welcome. To the part of the paper dungeon and then it every single time like there's a pause it expands and like doubles the amount of screens ooh, ooh, ooh. i have an idea we're saying we, we get like yeah, yeah, that yeah. until that there's works. like i think 400 times yeah. no no no. I, actually we put we put kinetic sand at the top survey surfer at the bottom dj flipping through books in the middle and then we play the song cupid which is trending right now and we back. overlay it with a an episode of family guy <laughs> It is so on the same funny. time scale. Nice. 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 So, That's helpful. No penalty there. So head there, check in with that guy, depending on how long that takes. I like that idea. Yeah. For the audio listeners, every time you hear a mild crunch, that is DJ taking a bite of his pizza. Well then, dear, shall we <laughs> journey forth to find entertainment? A gladiator sounds amazing. It's been so many years since I've seen one. Well, tell-y-ho. I guess we're going to do that. Is it time to go yet? Yeah, it's time to go. Nice. How do you guys get to Yisgard? Um, well, Through a door. I, have I ever been there? Mm, I'll say probably not to Yisgard. Okay. Uh, 
can we ask for directions? Uh, yeah, you can ask for directions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call over the Modron waiter, because uh-huh. they're they're a hive mind, yeah, but he's technically not one of the police designated ones, so it'll be fine. He's just a normal. Yeah. You know. He walks over. How can I help you? <laughs> oh dear, my my poor wife. Pour yourself together, man. <laughs> we just don't have any way to get there. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I'm sure this kind mechanical fellow will tell us the directions. We're searching for a door that will lead us to what's saying with the blaze again? Eat uh, yourself. Eat yourself. Eat guard, I mean. Eat destroy. Um, yeah, not the world tree. A door Claire's that will lead us to Aether Soul, please. That would be lovely. Well, that, uh, I didn't say Aether Soul, but sure. Rather new here. We're looking to expand I said Aether I said Aether The world tree. The world tree. Because I was thinking, because I was thinking gladiators and Vikings. <laughs> My cousin has been chosen to be a gladiator, and I want to see him in case he passes. <laughs> Indeed, it would be terribly heartbreaking. You want to go watch your die. cousin die? I just want to talk to him before he dies. Well, it's, it's, it's what he always wanted. Anyway, and... if you go six rings up, 40 doors over, there is a yellow door. Edward's writing this down. Thank you, good machine. <laughs> we shall be on our way. Tally ho. Yes, Sergeant Moneybags McGee, away! <laughs> <laughs> I also, I, I will so long, like, make boy. the sound of Edward says as he walks past. Wherever I go. So it That's sounds right. like I'm loaded with cash. <laughs> or even. Drew, Drew is like, get me out of this. Yes, I am. Hey, Aaron. Is, is, yeah. Or even. Or even. Yeah. This is the worst uh, bit odd. we've ever done, and it's gone on the <laughs> longest we've ever had a bit go on for. You you guys. Trying to rob me, I dare Six you. Six rings up, 40 rings over. You get the about yellow three door. rings up. When that obnoxious sound of change clanking in the pocket draws the attention of one rather surly looking Kenku. Oh yeah, he's buff. You Professor guys Surly, are walking around Kenku. before uh, you're just walking up some stairs before you get grabbed. Abinthi, you get grabbed and like pulled into an alley and then shoved up against the wall. And you hear a young girl's voice go, Give me all your money! Uh, and pulls out a knife. I immediately say, walk over and grab the Kenku and hold it up against the wall of having her release Abathy. <laughs> that was quick. I have Sentinel. Uh, I also can't be surprised. So oh, I saw Abinthi. this coming. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm about to get mugged. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make, make an athletic check. Not great. Uh, fifteen. Okay, we'll do a little contesting. That's a six. Ah! <laughs> Can you please not do that to my friend? We're kind of busy and uh, moving very quickly here. She like starts like swinging her knife kind of at you, but she can't quite reach. I will. I will say it now. Now, there was a much easier solution to this. I'm gonna walk up and just plane shift them into hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no! This, this is a 
young gonna, girl. I was just gonna. Oh, a young girl. my god! Actually, isn't a young girl. Kenku can just re reproduce any voice that they hear because they don't uh, have specifically. I'll send them. Oh. I'll send them so all that means idea. is that they've heard a young girl say what she's what he. he that makes sense. Yeah. I uh, was just gonna like th like throw them some money and like send them on their way. Send him to Glossia. <laughs> I don't have time for this. We're trying to save the world. So I don't, I don't want to save or anything like that. You just do it, right? Oh no, they, they, they didn't make a charisma it's a, it's save. It's a charisma save. Dude, this is the best. That's a two-one die. Okay, yeah, no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna plane shift them into Stygia, uh, which is the cold layer of hell. That's all and, you and hear. As, the, as they're fading, I say, there'll be a cold day in hell before someone robs me. <laughs> and then Edward walks over and says, oh, but honey, I liked him. Oh, don't worry, dear. I'm sure they'll be fine. Kimora goes up to Cather. Why are they still doing the bit? I, I <laughs> Pish posh. I don't know. Also, now that was intense. Fun. Yes, that was. I did not. I was just going to, I was just going to like shove them away and like give them some you money. really just throw them into hell? I didn't throw anyone. I plane shifted them. Wow. Edward okay, says, remind me not to get on your bed Edward sent, yeah, Edward says in his normal voice, oh yeah, he does this all the time when we do bits. 100%. There's probably a whole group of them there now if they're still alive. I mean, they're really? totally You sent alive. them all to the same place? That's almost more dastardly. Well, of course I do. Look, I'm, I'm not I'm not a crazy. Little, little do you know, they're all going to escape, and that's the next <laughs> campaign. They're going to be hunting down the Avenue. I, I really hope that it's, we need to have a side campaign that is just us in hell, all of the people that haven't been sent there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they're all just trying to get out of hell so they can go have revenge on Abinthe. Some of them just want to go home. <laughs> Some of them are um, normal people. Yeah. It's just Dave who, like, gave me a bad deal. On, Look, Abinthe like, wasn't always a great like guy. I'm still not. <laughs> I'm still not, he said. <laughs> You guys continue on your way up a few more layers, 40 doors over, you find a yellow door. You lost track around 27, so you're just kind of hoping that this yellow door is actually the yellow door. Yeah. You I make... knock on it. Listen in. Does it sound like gladiator battle? Um, sure. <laughs> it okay, looks great. like, it looks yellow to me. Yes, indeed. Wait, there's an inscription on the top. So... <laughs> What does the inscription say? There's not I an inscription read. on the top. I just open the door and go through. No fear. Uh, I hope it's just someone's house. Oh, wait, no. It's Yisgard, not Elysium. Yisgard. I know it's pretty simple. It's a bunch of gladiator rings. You guys walk through the door and walk through a door in the middle of a battlefield. It's just hanging out there. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. All of a sudden, like in the all middle of an arena? Are, are shattered spears, flying axes. You see Goliaths, Furbolgs, humans, anybody and everybody who's ever been a great warrior is just in this never-ending cosmic battle. At one point, an axe is flying towards Edward, and Catherine just catches it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 100%. <laughs> you have no clue where you are. The door closes behind you and disappears. Edward doesn't know if he should scream like a high-pitched feminine scream or if he should scream in his real voice so he just doesn't do anything. Edward, slightly lower Please, pitch. for the love of the three gods of death, drop the bits. 
I say, yes. It's so hard to get out of that accent once you get into it. <laughs> yes. Back to reality. Back to reality. Yes. Oh, God. Watch <laughs> out. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, is there like a, is there like a, like a, like risers? Yeah, well, there's, uh, there's some like <laughs> stadium like stands somewhere location? that like you can watch the battle from. Um, sure, why not? Who cares? Uh, absolutely, you guys look across the field a little bit and you can literally see like, uh, like a, uh, you see the terrible metal benches that would be at like oh. a local baseball field park. Just oh, the goodness. worst. That's what you see. And they're packed full. Huh. What? So, okay, I need a little, a little more information. To the, uh, to the game. We're in, we are in an arena with soldiers fighting, right? It's not Current. an arena. You're on a battlefield yeah. that happens to have stadium risers yeah. on the side of it. Okay, yeah. it's like a YMCA it's soccer like, field. It's a field. It's just an yes. open field. It's just an open field. It's literally like if you were to go to like a, a club soccer game. AYSO, but killing machines. Sure. Sure. I don't yes. know what AYSO is, but... Oh, it's that soccer, the kids' soccer league thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, uh... So, should we start running, or do you want to teleport us? I don't know where well, we I want to teleport to. Uh, we can probably go to the risers and then ask someone, Hey, where's the immortal one that can't die? Well, wh how far away are the risers, DM? They're like... A hundred yards. Let's just run. Three hundred feet. Come if on. we run, they might think we're prey. Okay. That is fair. I only have, I we go for it. I I only point, have one teleport left. I would prefer not to get, use it. Someone grabs your shoulders, okay, yeah, you whips get. you around, and goes, Aah! as they like swing an axe at you. I just Blank displace your cloak. Displace <laughs> <laughs> your cloak. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they, they grab the, the, the illusion and just plane shift them to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not doing you have to stop doing. You have to but stop doing but that. But it's such an easy, convenient way I to get know. rid of a problem. Okay, I you can do it until we reach the bleachers. That's a city, not just a barren, cold wasteland. Absolutely. Until we reach the bleachers, and then no more. Okay, okay, yes. I, I promise. We're just walking guys, through. Make your way it plays the da 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 da. He's just selling people to hell. You're sending all these people to different places. As you guys get closer to the bleachers, people start chanting. Old man, old man, old man. That's another, that's another Wait, name. Wait, on the battlefield. <laughs> I'm 47. I'm only well, 24. Middle-aged man, middle-aged man. <laughs> middle man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Abbott, you're still wearing the disguise, so. Oh, shoot, yes. I'm going to shift weave once we get close enough to the bleachers. You get a little bit closer. You shift weave, and as you do, the crowd erupts <gasps> before coming to a hushed silence as you approach. <clears throat> I've got this. <clears throat> Please don't send them to hell. Hello. Edward makes his voice boom. Is that with like presentation? That's with thaumaturgy. Yeah, you can do that. Thaumaturgy. Yeah, I don't think I have thaumaturgy. I probably could if I wanted, but I thought that would be no, cool. No, I'm just going to yell. Yeah, that works. Uh, we are looking for... Uh, is, is, is it is it Okaro? Okaro? Okaro. Okaro or castle? Okaro or castle? Or castle. Or castle? 
Yes, castle. <laughs> like white Three castle? guys in the audience yes. are like, here. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for an Okaro. 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 No, don't oh, chant. No, Just, oh, can you point no, them no, out? Okaro. 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 The whole, like, crowd erupts into cheers. Oh, jeez. As the number one gladiator in Yisgard is not necessarily summoned, but just his name is mentioned. Uh-huh. And then someone yes, comes Yes, it has been. Hey, you looking for a Carl? Uh, yes! You can find him <laughs> on Battlefield number three. Battlefield number three? Which direction would that be, kind person? Yeah, that, which one are we on? That island up there. Yeah. And you notice, as you look around, Yisgard is a collection of floating battlefields and islands. Oh, that makes way more sense now. How do we get up there? Well, yeah, is there like an elevator? There's no elevator. Most of us can jump. Oh. Jump? Like how high? Up, wait, how like how far? What's the distance between these islands? No, I don't know. I'm asking you, DM, not the not the person. I don't, I don't, I don't. But, but like. It would be unreasonable for us to try to jump that far. You're on a new plane you've never been to. I jump That's off. very fair. I would, yeah, we all just Catherine do attempt jumps. to jump there. <laughs> you do like a little regular jump. Yeah, it's just a regular jump. Okay. What? So Everyone how does a super mega ultra jump? Okay. Does that work? The guy is like, foam. Leads you across the battlefield. It's around. new, thank you. You're welcome. Before, takes, as he gets towards the edge, he takes two or three bounding strides before launching himself into the air and just <laughs> onto a faraway island. Okay, this I can't like, uh, guys. Like, I'm just saying, I can't do that. I've what never seen someone jump like you that is, is the movie, like, Carter of Mars or something? Yes. Guy, yeah, that one? Yeah. It's See, this, this is what it reminds me of. Yeah, I watched it as a kid. I thought it was the coolest movie ever. Same. Apparently, like a bunch of people didn't like it. I always thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was fine. It's not child. very accurate to the books, from what I've heard. Oh, reading. Were the Let's books try to good? jump this hill, <laughs> this this mountain. I don't think it's a hill. I pictured like sky block. Like yeah, there is just I, a I void. Of I don't know why I said hill. Right. Um. Sure. Catherine like takes takes a few strides back before just. Catherine, are you sure? Just, Getting into his track and field days, just starts to charge, like charge up, and, and, he and kind of jumps. Starts, yeah, he triples. Catherine <laughs> oh, was definitely a jumper. Back, back. Oh yeah, Catherine's big jumper energy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he just tries to do a, a just a the biggest long jump of his life. Okay, great, excellent. You do your your run. You stride off of your power leg. Do the little bicycle kick before. One, two, launch. Anime air burst behind him. And suddenly you find yourself flying through the air as seemingly the plane itself, the air around you, picks you up and pulls you onto this other island. You land uh, perfectly like a stud. My God. Catherine like lands and is like, I'm still alive. I'm, uh, of course I'm still alive. I put yeah, a hand on, on Edward's awesome. shoulder, and I say, "The gods had nothing to do with that." <laughs> Who do you say that All to? Right. To Edward. <laughs> to me. 
And it's uh, that was just well, pure masculine energy. Uh, you really? I, get, I just I give a long range thumbs up. <laughs> I heard he was like, jumping in college and was quite good. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Ah! <laughs> it falls off. Yeah, just, <laughs> Kimura launches and seemingly, you guys now you're kind of seeing several times. That there's like the jump and then you almost get like picked up. There's like a, a, a moment. There's a hiccup in the in the air where it seems like you just get launched afterwards. Ooh. Lands perfectly. Three point hero stance. Flips his hair as he gets up. You should Dang. watch out for that. That's really bad for your knees, though. Knees over toes, Drew. Knees over toes. <laughs> <laughs> he does plyometrics. I don't think you understand. Edward looks over the edge briefly. Uh, I don't know about this, Abanthi. I mean, you can't even see the bottom. I don't know. That. It just looks like, like the sky, but under back, Getting ready to run and jump. He's like, what? I was Hold just on, saying, I mean, if... What happened to me? Edward grabs onto his cloak. him as I go to just shove him yes. over the edge. And Edward grabs onto his leg as they jump. To, you to try feel to... happy thoughts, air Edward. around you. Grab and lift you up. Uh, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Uh... You land on the island... Aventy, somehow, even though you are being dragged by this dead weight, you land perfectly. Hey, I'm used to it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he rolls. Absolutely. Why didn't you warn me? You guys look up around really? at the island in front of you and realize that there is a massive coliseum built on this island. Oh. You can hear thunderous roars of cheering and applaud. Oh dear. Coming from it. Very well. well? Uh, thank you, guide. You have been very helpful for us. We're kind of new here. If it um, wasn't obvious. Yes. You're so, welcome. Right. Wow, accent switch, yeah. I like it. This is uh, close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like Bayou. We stride forward. Yes, we enter the Coliseum. Okay, beautiful. Um, with you guys striding into the Coliseum, I'm sorry, I'm dying. So I'm going to go ahead and end the session here. Um, especially because like, it's a little bit of prep for Okaro because he's kind of a dick. Um, so I've been great. delirious for the last half hour, but you did saying, really well. Thank you. A little bit of time uh, in hell cools a lot of heads. <laughs> That's that hurling through hell did. Uh, that was incredible. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm sorry to my players that we had to cut out stream a little short. Um, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to to you for the heinous acts that were. Well, I think we're supposed to get our fan on Wednesday, so hopefully this won't be an issue um, for much longer. But um, yeah, it was a great stream. I really appreciate you guys. You guys, as my players, are awesome. Um, for those of you that were in chat throughout the stream, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I know it was a little bit of a smaller number today, so for those of you who were here, we really appreciate you being here. It was really great. It was really nice having you guys. Um, As always. To Dr. Silo, not that I think that you're still here, but thank you so much for reading. We appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Without anything else to say, good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We will see you next time. Have a great rest of your night. Stop on Brian, stay Each stroke sucks. Thank you.
Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.